It's time for recipe of the day. Happy Friday. We made it. If you are in the mood for a treat for dinner, scallops are a wonderful idea. Now, if you are wanting to do some of those nice, big, seared scallops, I really recommend that you go to a good fishmonger, tell them what you want them for, and they will make sure to get you the right ones for that. Sometimes getting them frozen or from the fish counter at a regular grocery store, they will actually be too watery, and it ends up being really hard to get a good sear on those. So if you're going to spend the money on those big, beautiful sea scallops, the ones that come from the deep, cold waters of the ocean, you're going to want to go and get them from the right place and make sure sure that they're going to be nice and dry so that you can get a really good sear on them. Those are not what I'm talking about today. Today I'm talking about when you see those bags of frozen bay scallops in the freezer section of your seafood section of your grocery store. They're smaller. They tend to be less expensive. They have a really nice texture and a sweet flavor. I really like them and they're actually really easy to cook if you know how. I'm going to say my store also always has Patagonian scallops. Those are not from the bays along the east coast of the continent the way that the bay scallops are. They actually come from the Antarctic off the coast of Argentina, but because they are small and sweet and have a similar texture to bay scallops, you could use those interchangeably in recipes, and they definitely work with the technique that I'm telling you about today. So you're looking for bay scallops or Patagonian scallops frozen. Before I continue, I'll just say if you do have those nice big sea scallops and you want to sear them, I will put a link in the show notes to how to do that. So I definitely have you covered there. That's just not what I'm talking about today. Now, as you probably know, I swear by cooking my frozen shrimp straight from frozen. I have this amazing technique where you essentially bring a pot of water up to the boil, then you take it off the heat, and when it stops bubbling, you add your frozen shrimp to it, put the lid on, and they cook depending on how many shrimp and how big they are. It's going to be between 5 to 12 minutes. And then they are perfect. They're very gently cooked in that not boiling water. They, it just, it's wonderful. And then it's my favorite way to cook shrimp. So because of that, I wanted to experiment with cooking frozen scallops straight from frozen as well. And I found out that it is a wonderful technique. I'm sharing with you the first test that I did, the first recipe that I developed trying to do these frozen little scallops straight from frozen. And they are being braised in a fresh tomato sauce. So this ends up being just a really flavorful dish that's very simple because you're taking the scallops out of the freezer and adding them to your skillet. Wonderful. Okay, so what you're going to do is you're going to get out a big skillet and you're going to heat some olive oil in there for medium heat. And then you're adding some tomatoes cut into wedges, three big tomatoes. Now, if you wanted to, you can use canned tomatoes instead. Then you use a 14 ounce can of diced tomatoes that you've drained really well in a colander. You don't want the liquid from those. Okay, so you're adding your tomatoes to that hot olive oil with some salt, and then you're just tossing them in the oil a little bit just to coat them, and then you're leaving them alone for five minutes. Sort of spread them out in the pan, leave them alone for five minutes. That's going to start them caramelizing. Then give them a stir and cook for three more minutes undisturbed again. You want them to start kind of blistering. Then you're adding some crushed red pepper flake, minced up onion, garlic, and a bay leaf, and a little bit of thyme. Fresh is ideal if you're doing this special four sprigs of fresh thyme, but a half teaspoon of dried thyme leaves are going to work just fine. Okay, stir that all up. 
up and then you're going to use the back of a spoon or a potato masher. I love using a potato masher for this kind of thing to lightly crush those tomatoes to help them release their juices. And then you bring that up to a boil, increase the heat to high to do that, and then down to a simmer on low. And you're cooking that stirring occasionally until the sauce has reduced. So it's about three to five minutes in there. And now we're ready for the frozen scallops. You're going in with one pound of them. Now, I'll say my store sells them in 24-ounce bags, which is a pound and a half. So I like to get them when they're buy one, get one free. And then I get two bags, which ends up being enough for three meals. But if you want to use that whole 24-ounce bag, it's not a problem. This recipe scales very easily. You just do one and a half times. Although I did say three tomatoes. You're going to do one and a half more tomatoes. Just go with two more. It's going to be okay. You just need to make sure that your skillet is big enough that those tomatoes are going to caramelize at the beginning properly. They're not going to be steaming too much. So you might even want to do that in two batches. Just that original tomato blistering caramelizing step. Then put them all together and continue from there. Okay, you stir in those frozen scallops, then reduce the heat down to low, cover the pan. If you don't have a lid for your skillet that you're using, you can use a big sheet pan. I do that all the time. Just make sure that you're using oven mitts to take it on and off because it can conduct the heat well and gets very hot. Or you can use some aluminum foil. Same thing. Just be careful that you're not like going to be touching something really hot there. Anyhow, you're covering that and you're braising for about eight minutes. Then take them off the heat and let them stand for two minutes more. At that point, they should be cooked just through, opaque throughout, nice and white and solid colored, and you're ready to eat. You could have this on pasta. You can have it on rice. I honestly like to have it with a salad and then some crusty bread to just dip into all that luscious tomato sauce. I cannot wait for you to try this. I'll put the link to the recipe in the show notes, or you can head to cookthestory.com slash ROTD and get it there. I have a quick favor to ask of you. If you are listening to this podcast on an app that allows rating and reviews. I would love it if you would give us a five-star rating if you're liking this show. Otherwise, don't worry about doing this step. You don't have to rate it. If you're enjoying the show, go give it a five-star rating and leave a comment. That really helps others know what they're going to get when they listen to this show. And I would love to have more food lovers, cooking lovers like you listening. Okay, I'm Christine Pittman from Cook the Story. Let's get cooking. Let's get cooking. 